Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. The Vancouver Boys are the most entertaining sports cast in British Columbia. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys. It's the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. I am your host this week, Marcus Keller, joined, as always, by my excellent co-hosts, Jake Jude. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? And Tyler Erlinson. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) We got a bunch of stuff to talk about this week. A lot of Canucks news, trade rumors, Matthews skating into a net. <laughs> you know, usually I joke, we always joke here about how Toronto gets way too much attention in the media. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of attention that I think they should get more of. <laughs> All right. Unfortunately, Tyler is not here with us in studio again because he is back on the road, uh, which begs the question, Tyler, how's the weather over there? I am on Vancouver Island right now in Nanaimo and the weather <laughs> is chilly. <laughs> I thought he was like holding for applause. Like, <laughs> hey, yeah, Nanaimo. Yeah. Where are my Nanaimo folks at? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong one. Oh, that's not the <laughs> one either. Definitely <laughs> the wrong button. Whatever. <laughs> I think you were looking for the yellow one. There it is. Yeah, yeah, Nanaimo. <laughs> Actually, funny story. Nanaimo offered me 10 grand to come play junior A lacrosse here. Was it the Clippers? Is that what they're called? No, I think it's like the Timbermen or something. Um, I don't know. I didn't put enough it, thought in to actually look what the team was called. <laughs> Saw Nanaimo and went, nope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Um, no, it's cold here, though. That's for sure. Yeah. It, it's seen- obviously not as cold as Prince George, but it's, it's chilly. It's been cold everywhere, though. Like We got yeah. a real bad cold snap right now. You guys ever see that video of the Nanaimo Timberman just jumping the Adnax? It was a viral video, like, I want to say six or seven years ago. They play in the same league? Yeah, I get yeah. That, it was the senior oh. teams. Okay. There, there was a bench clearing brawl, like the whole bench emptied. It was crazy. Really, eh? Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you guys haven't seen it. It was yeah. nuts. Like it caught. There were a bunch of rule changes they made after that game and stuff. Like it was a big deal. Wow. Well, the only reason the only reason they did it is because they couldn't keep up. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was two Nanaimo guys jumped an Adnac. Yeah. And it just escalated from there. The bench is cleared. They said they doled out like 13 suspensions or something ridiculous. Damn. Yeah. Oh, that's a cross for you, though. Well, yeah. Much different than hockey. A little bit different. Anyway. Uh, uh, just to remind our listeners out there that our fake sponsor of the week is only a placeholder for a real sponsor, which we think we might be able to get someday. This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast is brought to you by Romer's Restaurant. Austin Matthews ranked their food as only the second last thing he'd want in his mouth. Only behind the crossbar. Romer's. <laughs> Absolutely atrocious. What the fuck is Romer's? <laughs> Have you guys what never heard of it? Romer's. Yeah. No. Okay. It, it's this restaurant, and I, it might be a chain. I don't know, but th- okay. I know that there's one in Suderbrook in Port Moody. Okay. And we went there when it opened because we had some friends that lived in the area. Just awful food. Oh. Like it, it's just everything is poor quality. And it's the kind of place where it seems like the chef kind of went, ooh, I'm going to put my own twist on this. And it just made it bad. <laughs> like, all the fries there have, like, something like salsa in it. Like it's Ew, what we- the hell? Exactly. It's weird. <laughs> it's like a weird just blend of, like, spicy peppers and stuff that's, like, served in the fries. Like, regular fries. It's just, and I'm very white, so I was really <laughs> upset about that. <laughs> Way too spicy. <laughs> Oh boy! Right, I've well, never even heard of it. Well, get lucky yeah. you. 
Yeah, so. me neither. <laughs> Make sure I avoid that place. Yeah, to all of our listeners out there, specifically avoid it. Now, if that's the kind of publicity you're looking for, <laughs> you can always reach out to us about sponsorship opportunities by email at vancouverboyshockey at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media on Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube, all of which we can be found at Vancouver Boys Podcast. And on Twitter, we're at Vancouver Boys underscore. So back to the Matthews thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> you never bring up Austin Matthews. I don't. I don't. Anyone who listens to just this podcast, like this is their only source for hockey media. <laughs> they probably wouldn't even know who this guy is. Yeah, good. Not notable. <laughs> Some guy from Arizona. Not a hockey team. Who's Austin Matthews? <laughs> yeah. That's what I like to hear. But uh, yeah, so he decided that he was going to switch up his diet and decide to start <laughs> eating metal. <laughs> yeah, Nathan McKinnon is proud. Yeah. But th- I think the best part of that story is, did you see the um, the post-game interview he did? Yes. <laughs> you know, and this this is just speaks to how cocky he is. Is that like, I get it. He made a joke and he's like, yeah, I just thought, you know, I was going to put my face in it. And at first I was like, ah. That's almost kind of a likable thing that he said. He's making fun of himself. And then at the end he goes, yeah, great question, you (laughs) idiot. And I was kind of like, wow, what, like, you're one of the most popular hockey players in the world, and you can't take criticism over a blatantly idiotic thing that you did on the ice? Like, that's funny. You have to know people are going to ask you about that. And the question was clearly satirical. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't serious. You know, what was going through your head when you uh, yeah. <laughs> you put your jaw into the crossbar? I couldn't stand that, that he just, he didn't handle it well at all. He was just like, oh, you're an idiot for asking me that. It's like, did you think no one was going to bring it up? <laughs> yeah, but Le- Leafs fans are totally stroking him off for it. I know. He's been like, oh, he's so funny. He's got such a fun personality. Whoa, he's a prick. <laughs> yeah, we're picking on a press for making that comment. Whatever. This Honestly, is- the Leafs should trade him. To where? anywhere okay <laughs> coyotes the coyotes i still yeah. think he goes there in free agency trade him for phil kessel one for one <laughs> yeah one for one i i think you're ridiculous there's no way austin matthews goes to arizona man he's a deity in toronto there's no way he leaves ah i think yeah, he does but you know you know austin's problem is he can't play under pressure so arizona would be perfect because they can only have a max of five thousand people in the stands <laughs> Yeah, no pressure. Can't get performance anxiety. Yeah. They don't make it to the playoffs. Exactly. They're just bad all the time. He'd be great there. Hey, I heard there's a pill for that. <laughs> oh, boy. There's a few. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Phoenix did make it to the conference final in like 2012? Yeah, I always hear people talk about that. Yeah. You know, I didn't watch it myself. but yeah, It's a weird thing, but yeah. Yeah. So they've made it far once. You think that's happening again pretty <laughs> soon? Next year, baby, they're winning the cup. You heard it here, folks. I think that's the only way that franchise stays in Arizona. <laughs> I don't know. Bettman seems like he'll do just about anything to keep him there. Anyway, uh, let's move on to our usual Canucks news. And then, oddly enough, we're going to get back into some Leaf news. Oh, great. But it's okay, because it's all them just being idiots. So oh, okay. we'll, we'll go back there soon. Yeah, if you came here for Leafs news. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? There's so many other... <laughs> whatever. But you know what? The people that came here for Leafs news are the people that want the news that we're going to give them. Sweet. Because they've had an interesting week. That they have. Buckle up. Uh, But anyway, back to a relevant hockey team. Uh, The Canucks uh, lost to the Ducks earlier this week and won against the Kraken. Yeah, they're 3-0 against the Kraken. (laughs) Whoop-de-doo. We are so far owning that North Pacific division rivalry that we keep getting told that we have with them. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have a rivalry with anyone yet. 
Except for maybe yeah, Calgary. Uh, Did you see the game that Seattle played against Calgary? At least the highlights from it? No. Dude, Giordano went after Kachuk. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. And like people are like linking him to trades back to Calgary. And I'm like, I don't know if he really wants to go back. <laughs> Giordano for Kachuk. Hey, they're still looking for a captain. They can just bring him back and then give him his old jersey. <laughs> I more wanted to focus on just something I'd said earlier this week, though. And it sucks because I'm a Canucks fan, in, in case you guys didn't know that. No shit. And um, it sucks that this team is okay, but they're not good enough to string enough wins together. You know, they just the Ducks game was an important game and they needed a win. And they just they it wasn't just that they couldn't get it. They looked like an AHL team. They looked terrible to no one's surprise. I totally disagree with you. You think they looked good against the Ducks? No, that's not what I'm about to say. <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to prove you wrong a whole bunch of ways. Um, no, I just think that the, that the, the, the problem with this team is no secret. You know, it didn't didn't creep up on them. You know, it's been the same thing all year. They scored four goals in that game. I don't know if, if anyone forgot. Yeah. And when you score four goals in a National Hockey League game, you should be winning more times than not. Their issue is defense. It's it's always been defense. That's their biggest problem. If it weren't for the fact that they have, I would argue, bottom three defense in the league, they would be in the playoffs. They would be comfortably in a wild card spot right now if it weren't for their defense. And the fact that Travis Hamannick is just, I don't know what the hell he's doing. He's a good defenseman. He needs to be in the lineup every night. But he can't because of whatever. I was going to say, I think we have some pretty good, Good, def- including him. We do have some decent defensemen. I mean, uh, Oliver Ekman Larson has been awesome for the team this year. He hasn't been offensively as great, but defensively he's been awesome. Uh, Quinn Hughes has just looked great. Again, he's toned back his offense, but he's playing much more steadily uh, on defense. You're right about Hamannick. He needs to be in the lineup. This, he's no good to the team when he's on the sidelines. And Burroughs has looked good this season. Obviously not a high-end defender, but he's been looking hopeful, at least, for this team. And it's Especially such a, for, for what he makes. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, he's someone you, you don't mind putting on your bottom pair. Mm-hmm. So I would say we actually do have at least four decent defensemen. That just leaves Plus you... Luke Shen, solid. Yeah, yeah, Shen has been okay, too. Shen has been okay. There's just a big hole... A big six foot eight hole <laughs> in the defense named Tyler Myers. Yeah. And I was even going to say in the game and that Tucker we, Pullman, Tucker Pullman hasn't been that bad. He's <laughs> out of the lineup right now, but like he hasn't been that bad. Horrible. I don't like his contract, but I think his actual play has not been terrible. Well, they need some pieces to fill out that right side of the defense for sure, because that is where the giant hole on the Vancouver Canucks is their fourth line is playing unbelievable. They have players on the first, second and third line who can produce that just haven't been producing to the level they need to. But I think if you swap around a few of those, those pieces in the top nine and fill out your, uh, your right side defense, I think this team could definitely make a, a strong push to be a contender. When I look at our entire roster, there are two players that I think are holding the rest of the team back. And that's Tanner Pearson and Jason Dickinson. You mean offensively? Offensively, yes. Sorry, I'm speaking specifically to the offense. When I look at the entire top 12, if we want to call it that, there are two players that I think we need to just get rid of, and it's those two. 
Dickinson has not been what we've had advertised. We thought he was going to be a bit of a power forward, uh, you know, a bit of a grinder, someone who can stick up for our young guys, someone who can throw a few hits. He hasn't really done that. Tanner Pearson has been exactly what I thought he would be this year, exactly what I predicted he would be when we signed him to that horrible contract. It's time to get rid of them, right? This offseason, I don't even care if you trade them for a seventh or a conditional pick, like whatever it takes. Get them off the roster. Get Domi one other guy on this team. I think this could be a really good offense. I've always said that the Canucks and Columbus should do a, a trade. <laughs> and and the, a couple of the people that I've wanted to see in Vancouver would be Warinsky, Line, and Domi. Why not try and make a super trade? Um, because that's that's no longer just you know tinkering with the offense. That's the identity of the team you're changing now. Because for we're we're it's it's hard to say. Warinsky, Warinsky, like I know, but like just to start, I don't know. Anyway, to get Warinsky, that's going to be a hell of a trade. They want a huge return. Same for Line A, right? Domi, the one thing I brought up earlier, is he's a UFA at the end of this season. He's making almost six mil a year, and he's not worth that, so he's going to be taking a pay cut. I think probably if we sign him to two years by four million, or four, four million in two years, I'd take him at that contract, and we can clear that much cap space. But Line A, they're going to want a player probably like either Pedersen or Besser in return. Mm. And you don't think so? No, I don't think he's quite worth that. Well, then what do they want then? I don't know. I don't really want to speculate about okay. what Columbus would want for Warinsky or Line A. I, I would have I would have Besser in that trade. Yeah, like I said, but that's that. Like you said, that's that's about changing the identity of the team, and and we just don't think, especially at the deadline, like that's not happening, right? That's an off season move, and uh, at that point, Max Domi will be off the books, and who knows, right? That's still so far away. We, it's kind of hard for us to speculate on that right now. Yeah. It's just something I'd like to see happen. The last thing I wanted to bring up as far as Canucks news was just one specific thing. And and I brought this up a, a while ago. Tyler Myers, I, I know he's bad. I know we've talked about it a few times. But he did something that was just so utterly stupid. I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. Okay. And for those of you thinking, whoa, is this an old episode? Is he talking about the dump and pump in overtime? <laughs> no, this is a new, even stupider thing. In that game against the Kraken, where Tyler Mott scored 11 seconds into the game, by the way, which I feel like we never talked about, yeah. but you're thinking, okay, this is good. We have a hot start to this game. Unfortunately, we also have Tyler Myers. And uh, someone passed the puck to Myers at the blue line. Never a good idea, by the way. Um, Myers does what Tyler Myers does and fumbles it in his feet because I swear his stick is too long for his body or something and he can't track it. How is that even possible? (laughs) I know that, but that's what I mean. I think he's too lanky to be able to control the puck in his feet. It's so far away from him. I don't think he can see the puck anyway. (laughs) So he, he's kind of tripping all over himself, whatever bounces off the boards and decides to start playing defense. But at this point it's a two on one because he's given the puck away. And his two-on-one tactic was, well, you, you guys are defensemen, right? Yeah. Usually, you would kind of move towards the guy with the puck. Yeah, you take the pass and let the goalie take the shot. Exactly. Um, or even try to just interfere with the player enough that, you know, he can't get the shot away. Uh, 
Tyler Myers backs straight down the middle of the ice from the center dot to his own crease, does not go to the puck, doesn't go to the passer or, or, or the pass receiver. He just skates straight backwards until he's in the crease, then kind of gets down on all fours, but doesn't actually lay down and use his size. <laughs> he just kind of sits there in a position I really don't want to talk much more about, starts spinning around like a top while the pass goes cross crease and into the back of the net. If you if you're trying to visualize this and you don't know what I mean, I did put a video up on my TikTok, but it is something out of a comedy. Mm-hmm. Like what what was the plan? Yeah, even the player that was coming down the wing, like he didn't really put himself in a very good position to shoot the puck. Like he kind of had the puck like back. He was way off to the side. It's an easy save for Demko, as Demko's a big guy. Like as long as Demko challenges the the puck and Myers takes the the player going back door. It's it's an easy play. But yeah, what he did going down on one knee and then just like slowly throwing his stick behind as he's turning around, like it, it was ridiculous. It was a terrible display of defense. One mid even say it was a goofy display of defense. It was a very goofy display of, de- of defense. <laughs> <laughs> what a goof! That's right. It is the biggest goof of the week. This is my segment of the show where I go. I find a story that involves a person, player, coach, team, organization, owner, or whatever, what have you. And I bring it up with the guys and we have a little chat about it. And this week, we are uh, we're taking a little venture all the way down to the ECHL where the Orlando Solar Bears have decided that they were, are going to sign 10-year retired veteran Sean Avery. You heard it right. The grinder, I don't even know if that's what you would call him, pest, the Marshan before Marshan, Sean Avery is coming back out of retirement to play in the ECHL. I'm I'm actually just realizing something. I thought they signed him as a coach. Did they sign him as a player? Oh my God. <laughs> that is such a terrifying thought. One of my first memories of hockey, I'm not, I'm not kidding here, mm. is I got a pair of hockey tickets for Christmas when I was nine and I was told I got to bring whoever I wanted with the other ticket and I wanted to bring my grandpa just because he was the guy that you know kind of showed me about hockey the game was against the New York Rangers okay and during this game and I didn't really know much about hockey outside of the Canucks at that point like I knew like our top couple guys that was it sure so as we're sitting there kind of later in the game uh a chant erupts in the crowd the chant is Avery sucks Okay. And I was sitting there and I actually joined the chant quite ferociously because I have a little sister named Avery. So I found this like really funny, (laughs) but like after I sat down and, you know, stopped screaming, I looked at my grandpa and went, why are they (laughs) saying Avery sucks? And he started explaining to me about this guy named Sean Avery. Mm -hmm. And like, I'd never heard of him before that. I was like, okay, interesting, whatever. And not too long after, I'm pretty sure he retired. Um, a few years after, I guess, but still. So this is a weird thing to hear in my (laughs) twenties. Yeah. Yeah. He retired 10 years ago. His last game was in the 20, 2011, 2012 season. And, uh, it's funny because I was talking to a guy at work about this today and he was saying that, uh, Sean Avery, you know, Sean Avery likes to be active on social media. And he was telling a story about how, uh, 
how after his um, his last game, he took his skates, he drove up to the Hudson River and threw them in the river. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And apparently, so the story goes, he hasn't laced up since. <laughs> so for him to announce he's coming back out as a player, uh, yeah, a lot of people are are in disbelief. Do you think he went scuba diving for those, uh, those skates? <laughs> when did you go get them back? Yeah. He's like, damn, I need to get these puppies back out there. Knowing him, he would be down there with like a metal detector, just like looking for <laughs> jewelry and stuff, going to pawn shops. It just seems like something he would do in his spare time. Happens to find his old skates. <laughs> like, hey, that gives me an idea. Yeah. I'm going to sign with the solar bears. Yeah. <laughs> um, Honestly, but- I... I've heard that he turned his life around and he's like, he's a lot nicer of a person now. And yeah, on the he, on he doesn't the ride around on his bike with his GoPro anymore, telling homeless people to go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> the bar is no, pretty I low. I think he's still doing that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He hasn't turned it around that much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come um, on, man. <laughs> funny enough though, there's actually a development to this story. Uh, so Matthew Barnaby, who was, uh, you could call him a rival. You could call him a uh, player within the same group uh, around when Sean Avery was playing announced. I think it was the day before, uh, Sean Avery said that he was going to come back to hockey or signed to come back to hockey. Uh, Matthew Barnaby said that he would join the same division in the same league if Sean Avery did it. And it just so happens that Matthew Barnaby's son happens to play in the uh, ECHL in the same division as the Orlando Solar Bears. So a lot of people are speculating that, uh, and who knows, maybe by the time this episode comes out, Matthew Barnaby will come out of retirement as well to come back in and go toe to toe with Sean Avery. Would you be kind of pissed off if you were Matthew Barnaby's son? Just, you know, trying to get your career going, you're playing in the ECHL and suddenly your dad decides, hey, I'm going to come out of retirement to play on your team to have a grudge match with another (laughs) 40-year-old. Dude, that would be awesome. (laughs) I I feel like that's kind of taking away from his son's career, though. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. (laughs) (laughs) Screw his son. I wonder if after that interview, his son called and was like, Dad, what are you doing? (laughs) Get off of my team. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, maybe maybe his son's gonna go after Sean Avery. Yeah, who knows? We'll tag team him. That would be funny. <laughs> that would be a pay per view event that I would get in on. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I just thought this story was too funny to not bring up. Biggest goof of the week: the Solar Bears, Sean Avery. <laughs> uh, who name it? Uh, whatever. This whole situation in general is just goofy as hell. So thought I'd bring it up. Anyway, that was a good goof. And boy, do we have plenty more goofs to talk <laughs> yeah. about. It's been and, an awkward week this week in, in, in hockey news. Well, thankfully, almost all of these goofs are Toronto Maple Leafs. All right, let's get into and the I, Toronto news, what you came here for. I am thrilled. This week, the same night the Vancouver Canucks beat the Seattle Kraken, the Maple Leafs lost 5-2 to two to the Montreal Canadiens. Wait, are you telling me that the that the Toronto Maple Leafs lost an actual hockey National Hockey League game to the worst team in the league? I am. They have 19 points. Not only did they lose, they lost by 3 and at one point they were down 5 nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that isn't the most Toronto Maple Leafs thing I've ever heard. Uh, actually, Just, there is one thing that makes it a little more Toronto Maple Leafs and you even nodded to it without knowing it. They lost this game on the one-year anniversary. No way. Or two-year two anniversary, yeah, sorry. It was the two on year the anniversary, anniversary of that game. The two-year anniversary of the David Ayers game. <laughs> 
I um it just it wouldn't be Toronto if if they didn't lose to Montreal here. Montreal knocked them out in the playoffs last year. They come in looking awful this year and then they run Toronto out of the building. But to be fair to this Montreal team, they do look like a new team under Martin St. Louis. Yeah, I saw a stat where it was like uh, Cole Caulfield one goal in 30 games under Ducharme and I think it was was it six goals in five games or five goals in six games under Martin St. Louis. One of the two. Yeah, I think it was five goals in six games. Just crazy. Crazy numbers coming out of Montreal. But back to Toronto. <laughs> um, wasn't it also the very next night they lost to the second to last team that knocked them out of the playoffs? Uh, it is. Yes, they lost to the Columbus Blue Jackets. And so th- this game also went to overtime, by the way. And I just when you were talking earlier about like the most Toronto Maple Leafs thing ever and just, you know, how they lost to David Ayers and two years later to the day they lose by a wide margin to the worst team in the league. And then they follow that up with a loss. And at this Mm. point, you're going, okay, how much more Toronto Maple Leafs can it get? Well, they lost in overtime because Patrick Laine shot the puck between Austin Matthews' legs. (laughs) (laughs) So I've seen all these comments coming out again of the math or Laine over Matthews. (laughs) Oh, man. I even someone, I saw someone turn the symbol that usually goes in the middle and they turned it like upright, so it was like an A-frame kind of. Okay. Like po- alluding to the fact that he went between Matthew's legs. Mm-hmm. It's just like there's so much material out yeah. of this. It's great. And now something else about the Leafs where like I actually start feeling bad. Uh Muzzin is on LTIR because he took a nasty hit in that Montreal game. Yeah, it didn't look to me like there were anything intentional there. It looked like no. Muzzin was just on the forecheck. Uh he kind of did a tight turn to kind of go back for the puck, lost an edge, and he just happened to run into was a Ben Sherrod or someone, some defender on the on the Canadians. Um, obviously, he was off balance. Uh, you know, his head hit the ice first. Looks like probably a concussion. And to a guy that's had concussion problems in the past, oh man, I it sucks to think about the direction this could go in. Oh, it's terrible. And I mean, not only terrible for him, his family, and everyone, but it's terrible for the Toronto Maple Leafs. He's he's a staple back there for him. Aside from Morgan Riley, there's really no other go-to defensemen that have been in the league, been around. So hopefully for him, he's uh, he's not out too long. But for the Toronto Maple Leafs, I mean, I hope he doesn't play. <laughs> On that note, um, without trying to seem too insensitive, this does open up almost $6 million in cap for the Leafs to use if Muzzin does not come back before the playoffs. Uh, so that begs the question, what the hell do they do with that much money? Yeah, Nathan McKinnon. I hate the fact that that's almost enough cap space to get Nathan <laughs> McKinnon. Like, you don't understand how angry that makes me. Yeah. And my, my favorite part about that whole thing. Is they could like, get Huberto. Great. Uh, my favorite thing about the whole McKinnon thing is that he, every time he's asked about his contract, he's like, watch me fucking do it again. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's not shy about it. Yeah. But a player who just came off of LTIR is Jack Eichel. Played a couple games now with the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, I think he scored his first goal this week, too. Yeah, he sure did. He uh, he got a goal and an assist against uh, the San Jose Sharks. And his goal just so happened to be the game winner. You got to think how refreshing this must be for a guy like him. Like, I, I remember once in lacrosse one season, I was playing on the C team, like the lowest level team. And near the end of the season... Uh, the B team had a couple injuries and they called me up 
And it was just so crazy, like passing the ball to guys that could catch the ball and then they'd throw it back, but they would wait until I was open and then they'd shoot when it made sense. It was like, (laughs) I fail to see how this relates to Jack Eichel because he just came from the Buffalo Sabres. (laughs) He's oh, okay. Fr- that's <laughs> well. He hasn't played a hockey game in a year. Okay. <laughs> what the like, hell? no, I just really yeah. wanted to yeah. talk about the lacrosse. Yeah. C team to the A team. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it must feel like that for him, right? Like, th- think about the players he's with now versus what he had in Buffalo. This is like playing with a different caliber of play. Like, he's been in the NHL now for what five years. He probably feels like he just got there. Well, yeah, he's been playing in the AHL, the Buffalo Sabres. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Yeah, the, man, the Buffalo Sabres are a terrible team. You know who else is a terrible team? The Montreal Canadiens. You know who else lost to the Montreal Canadiens this week? The St. Louis Blues. <laughs> it was a smooth yeah, transition. Like, <laughs> like I said before, that is not the same team as they were in before Martin St. Louis. You're right. So. They're, you're right. They're not in last place by a country mile. And they're even farther behind a team that is designed to lose in the Arizona Coyotes. Hey, they're making a push now. It's all that matters. Yeah. Montreal's a decent team. The Blues had a little uh, a, a bad game, let's say. They're not in last no by a country mile. It's one point. Oh, it's one point now. I mean, There's a while there where they were they were in last by a wide margin. But yeah, they're catching up. I mean, yeah. at least we didn't lose to the Jets. I'd Not rather yet. lose. Not to, yet. I would rather Not lose yet. to the Canadians than the Jets. Oh, fucking! That reminds me. There's a guy at work with. He's a nice guy, right? You know, I started working with him maybe like a week or two ago. You know, I, I did a chat with him here and there. He seems like a nice guy. Found out he's a Jets fan today. I don't talk to him anymore. Oh, no God. kidding. I don't talk to him anymore. <laughs> did yeah. that really happen? Like you actually you should, met a Jets fan at work? Tires. Yeah. No. He's so yeah. He grew up in in Winnipeg, and then he moved out here when he was like 20. Oh. And yeah, so he was flashes tires. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And then we were, we've been working together for like the last two weeks and just kind of getting to know him a little bit here and there. And then he, he was talking to one of my other coworkers about how he grew up in Winnipeg. And then I kind of overheard and I was like, I wonder if he's a Jets fan. So then I started bringing up the Preds and he's like, the Preds, oh, I'm a Jets fan. And I was like, all right, we're done. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you anymore. Did you actually explain to him that you have like an irrational hatred it's of not the irrational it's here's, pretty close here's the thing though he didn't know why and then all i had to do was tell him about the playoffs in 2018 and then it, he just clued in immediately and he was like right. oh yeah that that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> anyway see i don't talk to him anymore <laughs> you know what i do have to say i like though looking at a picture of the bottom of the standings right now just to check how bad montreal was mm-hmm. can't even see vancouver in the picture you got to scroll all the way up one <laughs> I could only see the bottom 10. Yeah, great. I'm actually mad about that because I, when I started saying that, I didn't know they were the next team. <laughs> yeah. I was I was hoping we'd get up to like 15th or 14th. Nope. That would be a playoff spot. It would be. <laughs> you wish. But you know what, though? Look at all the teams in front of us. In the entire league, all five teams directly in front of the Canucks are the teams that the Canucks have to get in front of. Like there's no Eastern Conference teams yeah. scattered in there at all. Like it's Dallas and Anaheim, who I believe hold the wild card. Nope, sorry, Anaheim's not even in the playoffs. Nor is Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a rough, rough season. Yeah. Speaking of things that are rough, we're gonna transition into the break. <laughs> that was a rough transition. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I queued it up that way. Yeah, well done. Uh, anyway, perfect. stick around. We'll see you on the other side right after one more word from our fake sponsor.
This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys Podcast is brought to you by Romer's Restaurant. Austin Matthews ranked their food as only the second last thing he'd want in his mouth, only behind the crossbar. Romer's, absolutely atrocious. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. That's her name, don't wear it out. Man, we gotta sign this guy to a 6 by 6 Tampa Bay was $18 million over the salary cap. UC Soros is the best goalie in the NHL. Welcome back, everybody, to the Vancouver Boys podcast. Uh, it is that time of the show, just after the break, where we dive into a couple individuals and check out what's going on in their lives. Who are those individuals? Ah, that's right. P.K. Subban and or Evander Kane. Uh, and this week, Tyler has some Evander Kane information for us. So he obviously got divorced. Y- yeah, I. you know what? I think <laughs> I heard something about no that. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Drama with his wife is there. But apparently, he's uh, he's rekindling things with an ex. The s- not the same ex that just had all the things happen with. Not the one he just got divorced from. Okay, g- good to know. <laughs> yeah, good to but know she is also show. pregnant. With his child? That I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But if I was a betting man. Like Evander Kane. <laughs> if I was a betting man. <laughs> so Evander Kane is dating a woman who is pregnant with a baby that may or may not be Evander Kane's. Whilst there is another woman who is pregnant with a baby that is Evander Kane's, allegedly, who they have, who has had a separation with him. Yes, they are no what longer. A, what a situation! Yeah, Evander Kane's. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I love this. Finding out about headlines like as we're reading them. Yeah. Like, whoa! Did you guys see this? Yeah, it says NHL star Evander Kane flaunts girlfriend. In Fox? LA, as his divorce from white or from wife turns nasty. When was this posted? This has been the same girl that he's been with for a little bit. When was this article posted? When you say a little bit, you mean like during the whole divorce thing? I think they've been together about a year, and I'm gonna guarantee that she's pregnant with his child. Yeah, that would that would that timeline would, make sense. would yeah yeah about lines you up. Kind of hope so actually. Yeah. If my science is correct here, yeah. <laughs> So I'm glad to see that he's getting a, a nice new start here with a smoking hot girlfriend. Yeah, well, good for him. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, Evander. <laughs> <laughs> Things are looking up. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe next week you won't even land on the show. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we'll, we'll find a way to get him on there. Yeah, 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 we'll see. We'll see. Anyway. Moving on, uh, it's the second half of the show, which, you know, when we're done talking about Evander Kane and or P.K. Subban, uh, usually we actually get into some Jersey talk for whatever reason. No, not New Jersey, but Jersey jerseys. Wait, we get into New Jersey, Jersey, Jersey talk, or do we get into Jersey, Jersey? Not talk about the New Jersey, New Jersey, the New Jersey, Jersey, Jersey. Just talk about jerseys. Stupid. (laughs) Okay, what's going on? So... Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs have, and the Buffalo Sabres, have released their jerseys for the Heritage Classic, uh, in which they will be playing each other. Both disappointing, different ways. Both are disappointing. Both are disappointing, yes. Uh, or to me, they are, but okay. uh, we'll, we'll get your opinions on them. 
Toronto is bringing back the Aretina jerseys. Uh, lovely. For those of you who don't know, it's, it, well, it's, it's a callback to their old team. It was called the Toronto Arenas. What a stupid name. Yeah. Like That's horrible. Like, the, like what if it was like the Green Bay Lambeau Fields? <laughs> like, it's a stupid name. Or the, the Seattle Climate Pledge, Pledge Arena. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is weird because it's not a thing. Like, most sports teams' names are named after, you know, something that could in some way, it's just, they're just named after a thing. They're well, just, an arena is a thing. It is a thing. And that's why I'm I'm trying to come <laughs> up with, just how redundant it is to call yourself an arena. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like the the Jets are Jets. That's a cool thing, right? No, it's Jake, not. You would no, agree. no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, just like the Predators are Predators. Exactly. That not a cool yes, thing. That- <laughs> <laughs> One could argue a Predator is a cool thing. But anyway, stupid name, the Toronto Arena, stupid name. Uh, but now, if you thought that couldn't get any stupider, you'd be wrong. How? Uh, because these jerseys just have a massive T in the middle of them. Mm. So they have the word arena in small letters, but they are split down the middle by a giant letter T. So it actually looks like the word aretinas. Mm. The retina is a part of your eye. It is, isn't it? Yeah. It kind of sounds like a part of your asshole, but it's a part of your eye. <laughs> Like a rectum. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lovely. Thanks for putting that image in my brain. Just, just whenever Ooh. I whenever I see it, the Toronto retinas, I always think of the erectums. Not erectums. And now the rest of you will too. <laughs> <laughs> so enjoy watching that. The the point is This is going off the rails yeah. already. <laughs> point is, it's an ugly jersey that no one likes, and they shouldn't have brought it back. It's dumb. Fitting for the team. One thing I don't think I've ever said before. I actually do like Toronto's jerseys. They're like regular jerseys? Yeah. I hate to admit it, but they look classy. It's a cool looking leaf, or at least the ones they have now. I hated those 2000s ones where it was like, they just like edged straight, off all the yeah. sides. Looks like Line yeah. Rider. That looked dumb. You guys but remember that game? Line Rider? I did not play yeah, that. Yeah, I did play that game. Yeah. To me, it looks like something you would make in Line Rider to have the little man on the sled go around the slopes. Anyway. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I know the one you're talking about. It's yeah. just super plain and boring yeah. and straight lines. And I, now it's at least got some dynamics to yeah. it. I think it looks really classy. Even the colors work well, the blue and the white. Like, it just looks nice, you know? Yeah. It's probably one of the most recognizable jerseys in hockey when you think about it. Oh, of course. Um, but yeah, it just sucks that they have so much potential and then they throw it back to a really, really ugly time for hockey jerseys. I just, I don't get it. Yeah. Um... Which brings me to Buffalo, who released their jerseys for the same game. And Buffalo's jerseys are, albeit not ugly, but it does look like every other jersey they've ever had. Yeah, it really doesn't look that much different. I mean, granted, the uh, the 2000s, um, you know, the, the red and black one. Like, yeah, that one's cool. It is, but why are they so opposed to using it? Yeah, hopefully you know, they use it for their throwbacks. That's another thing that has me a bit hopeful is that I know next season they've confirmed that reverse retros are coming back for all 32 teams. So, you know, it'll give some teams who maybe have some regrets from last season. I'm looking at you, Detroit, and the (laughs) Islanders. Yeah, Yeah, New York Islanders specifically. Mm -hmm. The Rangers nailed it too, bringing back Lady Liberty. That looked awesome. 
but yeah, so ho- hopefully some of those teams will fix their problems. And I really hope Buffalo brings back the goat head. I'd really like to see that. But it, to this jersey, it sucks. <laughs> the goat head is goaded. Goaded. <laughs> Buffalo is it just, it feels like they've done this before. They've just emphasized the cream color in the jerseys and then they brand it as retro because it's off white. Yeah. I just, you I, know. I feel like a lot of teams have been doing that. Like St. Louis did it for their freaking stupid outdoor game. They literally wore the same jersey and just made it beige or cream white. Yeah, and they like changed the style of the music note a little bit. Yeah, it's not really for me. Yeah, I don't get why so many teams seem to have jerseys that look better than what they wear now and just choose not to use them. It drives me crazy when you think of how many there are, right? The Islanders have the fishermen. Buffalo has the goat head. St. Louis has those cool ones with the red on the bottom of them. Right? They have worn those a couple times this year. A couple, but why isn't it all the time? <laughs> you know, it's their best yeah. jersey. Why do they only wear it like twice a year? Well, we never said they were smart. Well, as much as you're right about that, the Slovaks took bronze in the Olympics. Oh, hell yeah, they did. Dude, I was so pumped. Did you watch the game? Absolutely. <laughs> we stayed up to like five o'clock in the morning to watch the Slovaks <laughs> beat the, uh, fuck, who they even play? The Swedes? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they, the play, yeah they played the Swedes. Yeah. I just got off work at the time. Oh, that worked out for and you. And that just so happened to be on. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they're so good. Like, and they have two 17-year-olds on their team, one of which who won Olympic MVP for hockey. Like, you're a Slavoski. Kid's nuts. I would take him first overall. I'm changing my pick. I think you did in our I was going to say, didn't you already take him at first? You don't have to change anything. No, you had the second overall no, pick. No, I took, I took oh. Simon Nemec, and then I took Yura Savlowski. Oh, okay. So he's moved up to the first round from in yeah, our round two, yeah. three that we were <laughs> yeah. drafting in. In our three picks, three <laughs> rounds, nine total picks. <laughs> no, no, we did four rounds because Tyler took three Slovaks and then a Finn. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> Fitting. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> Uh, we'll Great to, picks. We'll have to update that when we uh, when we circle back and talk more about our uh, predictions for the draft. Because I think the, mine the same. Oh, I'm sure you will. But uh, I definitely need to update mine. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm probably not going to take uh, <laughs> Luke, <laughs> Luke Hughes. Hughes. That's right, <laughs> Luke Hughes, the fifth rounder. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's projected to go top sixty. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe he was. I, up I there. saw him in the top thirty. Just not top too. six. Yeah, he's probably not going in the top ten. <laughs> yeah. I got I got one guy in my in my top that's uh, projected to go in like the fifth or sixth round. Of course you do, but he's he's gonna climb the ladder. What's his name? Petrovsky. Uh, I mean the Slovaks, like you said, they had a great showing at the Olympics. Slovakian hockey is growing, and and uh, I think it's wicked. I also saw one picture too of just an overhead in Slovakia. I guess I'm assuming near their downtown core. They had a big celebration to welcome back the team after winning the bronze. And man, you would think they won the gold. Oh yeah. Like it is a huge crowd. There's thousands and thousands of people packed yeah. into a little square. It's great. Okay. Uh, moving on to our next topic here. Uh, the NHL has renewed its partnership with TikTok, And uh, for that, we're going to move to our TikTok expert, Jake. Really? <laughs> I'm, I'm the expert in our TikTok here. Says the guy with what, like 14,000 followers? Eh, 13.4. Who's counting? <laughs> yeah, well, it's Wait, okay. 13.4? So, you're higher than that. I don't think so. Whatever. Who cares? It's just a number. <laughs> I care. 
Um, I do have over half a million likes though. And that's kind of cool. That's been a cool number to see. Nice. It was um, a high five nice. for those of you who think that I just smacked Jake. It was a high five. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> idiot. Hey, um, shut up, bitch. How many do you have? <laughs> How many uh, do you have? I don't even post anything on my personal account because, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, like Marcus, seven. Marcus, Marcus, you have 14.4. What's well, 14.4? I thought it was 13.4. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. 14.4. Okay. Nice. Wow, look at this guy. Fame's gone to his head. All right, all right. I'm more famous than I even realized. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so the uh, – well, it wasn't a new partnership. I th- or Sorry, it wasn't an existing partnership that they renewed. It's a new partnership. Oh, my bad, my yeah, bad. Yeah, th- I think there was an existing partnership between TikTok and the Leafs. So I can see how a huge Leafs fan such as yourself would think that the okay. entire NHL <laughs> – no, yeah. uh, Anyway, yeah, it sounds like they're going to do like a, a series where they're going to make TikToks of different players and they're going to interview them about their style or something. No. About their style. Yeah, so they're going to go to Nashville and interview Ryan Johansson on why he likes to wear cowboy hats to games, you know. And they think his answer is going to be something different than because I play for fucking (laughs) Nashville. (laughs) That's what I'm probably imagining is going to come of this. This sounds like the cringiest thing (laughs) I'm ever going to see. You'd probably be right. Dude, they're going to interview Austin Matthews every single game. I can see the very first one. I can see the first one in this series being Austin Matthews. That probably no, will. it's to, just to the point where I'd be willing to put money on it. It's just going to be straight Leafs coverage. Yeah, just <laughs> every Leaf. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I'm going to follow it. I'm going to see what happens. And I think we, sh- we should have like a weekly check-in on <laughs> who it was. Okay. We can do yeah. like a review every yeah. week. Sure, who did they not? post this week? Yeah, we'll find out. I just saw they posted something too on Instagram about Patrick Line in. I keep seeing him coming up in like style conversations. But sometimes it, it's not style though. They just dress like idiots. And then no, they're dude, like, that Whoa. guy's just dripping swag. Yeah, no. He he looks like the cat in the hat. <laughs> he looks no, I'm serious. Look at this. He looks like the albino cat in the hat. You watch okay. this. <laughs> I mean, he already kind of does <laughs> without dressing up. He just kind of looks That's like... That's a weird-looking person. <laughs> He's wearing black leather pants. Skin tight, mind you. Yeah, a blue suede patterned blazer <laughs> on top of a turtleneck. With What, what do you even call those hats? A fedo- That's not even a fedora. Yeah. It's like a broken fedora. He looks like he's about to go do a cover of James Blunt at a bar with like... <laughs> <laughs> with like 15 middle-aged women. That bought tickets. <laughs> that just makes me uncomfortable. I just don't, I don't enjoy looking at that. Yeah, it's kind of scary. Yeah. T- turning that off. Okay. That, that's enough internet for one day. I, I'm running so far away from that internet. Yeah. I'm running straight off the edge of the, <laughs> the diving board. <laughs> and I'm falling ass first into the inbox. No triple sow cows this week? No, just running away from the internet and falling Ass into the first. inbox. <laughs> Ass first. Into Great. the inbox. Great. <laughs> okay, what's, uh, what is on the, uh, the inbox? Oh, we have a full inbox this week, boys. We? Yes, we do. Okay, our first question comes from a listener who asks, talk about the trade that teams will do at the deadline. I'm assuming they just mean like the... 
Talk about the trade deadline. What yeah. do we think is going to happen at the trade deadline? Yeah. Well, as you alluded to earlier, it's a bit of a late trade deadline this season. It's about, yeah. it's like March 21st. It's something like that. It's later on in March. Right. Um, the Canucks have obviously had a lot of rumors surrounding them. Some notable players include Claude Giroux, who people still think is on the move. Chikrin, people think is on the move. I always forget the guy's name from Dallas. Um, John Klingberg. Yes, Klingberg. Klingberg? Klingberg. Do you think they're going to be buyers or sellers? John Klingberg? No, the Canucks. Oh. Um, <laughs> John, John Klingberg's yeah, making deals. Promoted to general manager. <laughs> trades himself. Yeah. To the Vegas Golden Knights. <laughs> Immediately and put on LTIR. Yeah, they're retaining all the salary cap. Yeah. <laughs> I trade myself to Vegas. Dallas retains all of my salary. And by the way, I'm injured until the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> what a move. Yeah. Blockbuster deal. <laughs> and I'm fired. <laughs> Going back the other way is somehow Mark Andre Fleury. <laughs> Yeah, three-team trade. Vegas gets Flurry for a seventh, and then Flurry gets swapped for Klingberg. Klingberg. 100% salary so- retained. What, yeah, an, no, what an extra no, somehow, slap in the... Somehow f- Chi- Go ahead, Tyler. Somehow sorry. Chicago gets all the salary cap <laughs> yeah. for both of them. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, what a slap. In, like, the only thing that Vegas could still do to Flurry that I feel like they haven't done is do a three-team trade involving him where they own him for, like, eight seconds, and then he's immediately flipped to another team <laughs> yeah. for, like, a sixth-round pick. Yeah. <laughs> Just emphasizing that they will never care about him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, anyway, I, you, you have yeah. a question that this there, Right, yeah. On. So there, there's a lot of teams uh, that are looking to make moves. There's a lot of players on, on the move, potentially. Um, I think, you know, the teams that we can touch on more specifically, are the teams that we are fans of. Right. So, yeah, like you mentioned, the Canucks have definitely been in conversations. Can you think of any players in particular that you think are on the way out? Well, I, I know the rumors have largely involved JT Miller and Brock Besser simply because their contracts are both up in the next two years. There's questions of whether Miller wants to stay here and whether we can afford Brock Besser because his qualifying offer at the end of the season is $7 million. Jesus. I know. It's high. So even though obviously fans and management would like to have him, that's a lot of money to pay for a guy who's kind of been underperforming, right? And no one wants to keep this guy more than I do, but I don't know if they can. Yeah. And if they can't, best to trade him now than lose him in free agency. Sure, yeah. So, trade him for Lana and Wierenski. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about uh, Miller? Where do, you, where do you see, like, a good fit for Miller? Columbus. <laughs> 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 Dude, why are you so hell bent on this? Because <laughs> they're two great players, <laughs> and I would love in Vancouver Myers, Miller, and Besser for Wierenski and Line. The only thing that would make this better is if they were both somehow Slovakian. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler would be like flying the plane <laughs> to go pick them up. <laughs> great, they'd all be dead. Awesome. <laughs> JT Miller is a guy who, honestly, I, I've heard about a few teams that have put in offers on him. One of them is the Rangers. Yeah, they seem to be the most aggressively pursuing him. Which is funny because they've had him before. Yeah. And I guess they just really like what he's become. Yeah. And well, they moved him for like Nemestikov or something. Some yeah. Some weird trade. Yeah. 
Anyway, one team where I hate to say I think he could be a fit is actually Toronto. Yeah, I've heard conversations around Toronto. Toronto's been like one of, if not the most active team um, in the rumor mill, at least, uh, for, for the trade deadline. Well, their situation, again, just got a lot more interesting with Muzzin being on put on LTIR, yeah. right? There's another $5 million they didn't even know they had to work with until yesterday. And I'm pretty sure Miller's contract would fit right underneath that. It would. Yeah. So. Hmm. Okay. Uh, what I, about you, Tyler? I can see... I could see Miller kind of fitting in with a team like Carolina or something. I think he would definitely bring something to Carolina that they don't really have right now, right? Which is a power forward. But you know what brand of hockey I think he really fits with is actually the Calgary Flames. And I really don't want more Canucks players to go to the Flames. (laughs) But they're just the 2020 player. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) I'd rather see him in like Colorado or something than Calgary. Oh, he'd be a good fit in Colorado. Can you imagine putting him on a line with Kadri? I'd be like the big- well. I mean, it'd be great in the regular season, but he wouldn't even be on the same line in the playoffs. So what does it matter? Right, because they wouldn't both be suspended together. <laughs> we think. Yeah. Who knows? He One of them would be. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, what about you, Tyler? What do you think's happening in St. Louis? Well, St. Louis is rumored to be in on uh, technically three of the bigger fish out there right now with Ben Chirot, Claude Giroux, and Jacob Chikrin. Those are pretty big fish. Those are three big, big fish. So they've uh, they've definitely shown interest in the, in uh, in those three. I mean, I don't know if they really have the pieces to make a deal. Um, they they probably could make a, a deal for Ben Chirot, but getting Claude Giroux or Jacob Chicken, I think, is going to be a little tough. What do you think is their weakness right now? Like, where do they need the most help? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say on defense. I think I think they have enough offensive talent. They're very good scoring throughout all three of their their well their top three lines for sure. It's it's literally even straight across the board. On defense, they're they're good, but they need that another shutdown defenseman. I think you have Tori Krug and Justin Falk playing together, who are both very offensive minded, and then you have Pareko and Mikola playing together, which are both more or less defensive minded. So I think if you brought in someone like Ben Sherratt, you could kind of split up Justin Falk and Tori Krug, and then uh, you could play one or, one or the other with Bortuzzo and the other one with uh, Ben Chirot. Yeah, well, it certainly seems like uh, that team's going to make make the playoffs and hopefully make a bit of a run, but hopefully not too far, because <laughs> that would mean that they'd knock out the Preds. Ah, right. Yeah. There you go. Sorry, I just want to point this out. Some, like, since we started this, someone added a, uh, well, a comment, I guess, and said, someone should tell Tyler Mott not to stand beside Tyler Myers during the anthem. That's because it's just become a joke that, um, Mott is like I think he's 5'9 or 5'10 like he's okay. a shorter guy every time they're panning the blue line they go to him and then they have to go up to Tyler Myers it's just really funny because they're very off-sized gotcha yeah kind of like how uh, on our podcast there's Tyler and I and then you fuck <laughs> off yeah Marcus is like 5'7 or something yeah how tall are you anyway I'm 6'2 Jesus <laughs> Sorry, I'm not six seven. <laughs> Just the short ass of the group. I I've never had that before. It's <laughs> so weird. It's really weird. Yeah. Um. Anyway, sorry. Getting to. Okay. Well, moving along. Uh. Another listener asks, "What are the greatest hockey rivalries, and how can we create more of them?" God, I love this question. Yeah, it's good. Um. So greatest when you think great hockey rivalry. Instantly, I think Habs Bruins. My that is the first place my mind goes. Okay, 
just because it's the oldest. It was around in a time where hockey was substantially more violent than it is now. Mm -hmm. So their rivalry wasn't just like, you know, they were both good at the same time and disliked each other. It was, they would climb into the stands and fight each other's fans. Mm -hmm. Um, So that, I mean, I think that's the greatest hockey rivalry of all time. Yeah. I'm going to go a little bit more modern. I think that, you know, I think the greatest hockey rivalry right now, maybe not this year, but at least coming into this year, we all thought it would be, is the Battle of Alberta. These are two teams that have kind of had like a similar kind of trajectory into the point where they're both kind of at their peak right now. Um, well, hopefully not for Edmonton, but like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they're, they're both kind of in similar areas of where they fit in the standings. And at least, you know, two years ago, last year when they had games, they were good games. They were hard fought battles. They're both bigger, tougher teams. And um, I love seeing that, but how we generate more of those types of, of uh, rivalries. I don't quite know exactly, but I think um, involving bigger, tougher styles of play is the first step to doing that. So Marcus, yeah. going back to, to your statement, should we just go to games and start fighting the other team's fans? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. It's a very quick answer. Yes. I'm, I'm into that. All right. I like that. Okay. Um, no, but I, I agree. Like, you know what? Rivalry, I would argue, could be one of the biggest right now. Be New York and Washington, simply because of the hatred between yep. those teams over what happened, right? Yeah. And was it a dirty play? Yes, yep. it was. No, but settle down, Wilson. <laughs> what happened after it was New York brought in Reeves to deal with the situation, right? That's where rivalries are born is where stuff like that happens because you know, it's only a matter of time before Wilson or Reeves does something to the other team that the other guy doesn't like. And it turns into more of a physicality match. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's what we need to see more of make hockey violent again. (laughs) I think another important thing when you talk about rivalries is also the frequency in which these teams see each other. And especially in the playoffs too, right? Right. And so that's why I think there is a a new rivalry just around the bend in Florida and Tampa because they're both very good teams. They're both in Florida and they see each other in the playoffs. At least they they you know they should see each other in the playoffs more frequently than than they have in the past. Well, uh, it's funny you bring that up because you know what another uh, playoff rivalry that we could see this season is is actually that battle of Alberta again. Mm-hmm. Calgary's in the top spot in the Pacific right now. Edmonton currently holds the second wild card spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are on a collision course at this point. You know, a lot can change between now and the end of the season. Great we, pun, we all- by the way. Collision course? Ah, uh, yes, because we're talking about being tough. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stay off the tracks, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, but he's right. But here's the you thing. Know? As much as I hate that Kachuk said that because I hate Kachuk, that just that phrase kind of brings it all back, doesn't it? It makes yeah. you think about it. It brings you right back to that game. Yeah. And I want to see more of that. And it looks like we could. Yeah. That would be great. Got a seven game series battle of Alberta. <laughs> Did you say seven? Well, <laughs> I want to see Mike Smith seven. and Jacob Markstrom drop the gloves. I don't think Markstrom would, uh, would take that. Markstrom is a crazy guy. Is he a crazy guy? He's a crazy guy. Crazy, crazy. He might do it. He's right. had a few before where he's kind of like, it's almost seemed like he's thought about it. Like he's almost skated kind of up to around the center line and just kept his eye on things yeah, on the yeah. other end. So I think, and I think Mike Smith is crazy enough to just 
not make him have to come all the way up to center. He'd go meet <laughs> yeah. him in Markstrom's crease. Yeah. And I, yeah. Markstrom's not going to skate away from it. I'll tell you that. that Might not that, start it, but that time will come. We hope. Speaking of the time, it's time for, for Tyler's Tyler surprise headline. headline. It's Tyler's surprise headline. Oh, yeah. Two Florida men are accused of breaking into their ex boyfriend's home. And using ragu spaghetti sauce to try and burn it down. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is, is ragu spaghetti sauce flammable? Um, I don't think so. Because they were very, they were very unsuccessful. <laughs> no kidding. They just coated God. it in ragu sauce. <laughs> they tried to yeah. light it on fire. I love the monotone Tyler delivered that too. <laughs> How do you say that seriously without cracking up? Oh, because I've I've read it nine times just so I could say it seriously without cracking up. I'm sorry. So I, I just Googled is ragu sauce flammable? The first result is two men attempt to burn the house down <laughs> using ragu sauce. So I guess I'm I guess I am the first person to have this question. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, my question would be like the whole dynamic here kind of is curious to me. So two men broke into their boyfriend's house, their ex-boyfriend's house, ex-boyfriend's right to their ex-boyfriend's house to burn his house down with ragu sauce, with ragu <laughs> spaghetti sauce. Yeah. Gotcha. They were, they were trying to cover up the fact that they were robbing him. With ragu sauce. Uh, the plot thickens. <laughs> Wait, did, no, they, they, did they bring the ragu sauce? Like, was this the whole plot the whole way along? Or did they just get there, take the stuff and go, oh, shit, we better burn the place down <laughs> quick. Grab the ragu. <laughs> well, it doesn't tell me whether they brought the ragu or not. But what they did steal is quite funny. They stole a flat screen television. Okay, a that's window fair. AC unit. Odd. Gets and, hot down there. And know. a vacuum. For the ragu sauce. They, <laughs> they made a mess. <laughs> Got to clean up the ragu. Right. Then set the vacuum like, cleaner on fire. <laughs> but it, it, no, no. But the, with, with ragu sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Coat the vacuum in ragu. <laughs> <laughs> I would fi- I would laugh if we just found out they were high out of their minds and they thought the ragu sauce really was gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. They were on their like where would they get a jug of ragu sauce like that? Yeah, enough to coat an apartment. <laughs> yeah. You, you would think it would have had to have been in like the pantry or something. Yeah, right. This guy just has a gas can full of ragu. <laughs> definitely not definitely not in the fridge like Marcus's peanut butter. Yeah. Oh, what the hell is with that, All man? All right. You know God. what? A lot of people back and me up bread. in the comments. This actually Kids. just reminded me, we never talked about the results of the poll question from last week. What poll question? The Oh, the one where we absolutely decimated you? Look, <laughs> 11 people agreed with me. 11 people? 11. How many people voted? 67. I think it was more than 67 that. 67 people voted? I think it was more than that fact of the matter is is that we should refresh people's memory so they know what we're talking about last week i'm surprised yeah no me Sorry, too can, uh, last week uh 
Marcus had this absurd stance where he thought that um, the NHL All-Star game should go back to the way it was set up in the olden days, I guess. I have no idea when this happened, where it was the defending Stanley Cup's champions current team would compete against the rest of the NHL's All-Stars. So All-Stars from every team combined would kind of work together as one all-star team to take on the defending Stanley cup champions. And he said that in a, in a one-on-one game, uh, winner takes all the defending Stanley cup champions would win that game solely based on the fact that they would have chemistry. And 12 people thought that that was very wise. I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds what, so stupid. Were those 12 people related to you? Y- you know what? I, <laughs> He's double checking. Only, yeah, only two of them. Yeah. Only two right. of them. Okay. My mom was one of and them my your girlfriend, and one of them was definitely nope. him. So nine people that weren't either you or related to you agree with you. Sixty-seven oh, okay. agreed with Tyler. And I. Okay, I guess hey, sixty-five. Hey, if we're taking my vote out, we're taking yours out too. Okay, so sixty people. Sorry, sixty-five. What the hell am I doing? Sixty-five people agree that there's no fucking way. Like it, anyway, bet you didn't think that was gonna happen. I had a feeling, actually. <laughs> uh, did your grandpa vote for us, or or did he vote for you? He did not vote. Uh, oh. Wise man, <laughs> getting involved in a silly poll question. Right, that he largely started. <laughs> right, yeah, that he was the instigator of. Well, I think that about does it for this episode. Does it? Believe it does. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this point. If... You are looking to get in contact with us for any reason. You can always reach us on email at vancouverboyshockey at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can find us on social media at Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube, all of which we can be found at Vancouver Boys Podcast. And on Twitter, we're at Vancouver Boys underscore. Wait, what? Why? Why are we at Vancouver Boys underscore? Because you can't have a long Twitter handle. Vancouver Boys Podcast was too long, so we replace the word podcast with an underscore. Okay. All right. That's right. That about does it for us. <laughs> does it now? Here okay. at Vancouver boys, underscore studios. <laughs> <laughs> Never say that again. Why not? And, hey, also on the road in Nanaimo. That's right. From us in Vancouver boys studios and from Nanaimo and everywhere in between. Thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. Peace. Come watch us on Twitch!